Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for tuning in. This is episode four. This is also my Pride special. I am Daniel Scott, and this is Showtime with Dan. to Showtime with Dan. This is my episode four. And I just want to say thank you so much for all your support. This started off as a little dream of mine and the response that I'm getting is so overwhelming. So thank you so much. Thank you for keep tuning in and keep asking questions and enjoying it. And that's why I did it. I did it for fun, for people to get some information about the Liverpool theatre scene and to listen to interesting guests. And it seems to be going well and it's going from strength to strength. So I couldn't do it without your support, so thank you from the bottom of my heart. So welcome to my Pride special. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to be listening to a fantastic, hilarious, uh, maybe over 18 interview with um, the new resident queens from New Gay Bar on Cumberland Street, Out. It's a... Such a fantastic venue, um, a RuPaul Drag Race workroom style with um, great art commissioned on the walls. The bar staff are friendly, some fantastic drink deals. Um, honestly, you really want to get yourself down there this Pride weekend. Um, it's such a great venue. And actually, this Pride weekend, if you quote Showtime with Dan at the bar, you get a free shot. So go down there, quote my name, and you get a free shot. How amazing is that? Great staff, um, great management team, and the queens are not only hilarious and the best at what they do, they're really warm and welcoming, and I had so much fun interviewing them. So that's to come later on. Um, also, I'm going to do a couple rev of reviews of uh, a couple of plays I've been to see this week. So that's um, on in, in a short while. Um, it got me thinking to everybody, and I've also got my hot tickets. Don't forget, though, my hot tickets at the end of the show of shows that I will be going to see next week um, and that you all should go and see because tickets are still available. OK, so it got me thinking. Pride special. What does pride mean to you? Now, <clears throat> I know that this is a theatre and entertainment podcast, but as a homosexual man, the LGBT community and lifestyle, LGBTQIA community, should I say, or should we say, say LGBT plus? Now, I'm digressing here a bit, but this was a question that I got asked. Um, I was recently interviewed on BBC Merseyside uh, for the Queer Tech Festival, which is taking place at the Casa Theatre on the 26th and the 27th of July. Um, I, I got interviewed about that on BBC Merseyside, and the first question that she asked me is, what does LGBTQIA mean? Now... This is up to up for interpretation, and do correct me if I'm wrong, but for me, I, I, I wouldn't want to get it wrong, and I wouldn't want to offend anybody, so that's why I say it's up to inter in, in, interpretation, and if I am wrong, please do educate me and comment below. But um, 
I, I think I, I was saying to, to the to the host, if you listen to the interview, that there's so so many letters now being added on, and I personally think we should all just come under one thing because we are an all inclusive. We are love is love. People should be who they want to be, and we we shouldn't have to add letters or keep adding letters on. We can just keep. Why don't we just call us all pride or love or, and we all come under the same un- umbrella. Um, so she asked me that question. And, and my interpretation of it was L is for lesbian, G is for gay, B is for bisexual, T is for transgender. Now Q, Q is either for questioning, as I've as I've been informed, or queer. I'm not too sure. I is for intersex and A is for asexual. Now, that was the answer I gave on BBC Merseyside, um, and that was literally off the top of my head, which it was then. They're, they are things that I have been told. If I have interpreted any of those wrong, please do, as I said before, educate me. Get in touch and let me know what it is, and let me know your thoughts on, on the whole lettering um, situation. Do, do, do you think we should all just be under one thing? We are all, our stance is love is love, all inclusive. So should we just have the one name? Um, I think Pride is a pretty great name. Why don't we just call, because we're all proud to be who we are, so why don't we just call it Pride? Anyway, a nice little segue. So what does Pride mean to you? Now, for me, Pride is about acceptance. Pride is about equality for all. Pride is about equal rights in every aspect of the world. Now, does, this is a little snippet of education, and I hope that w- while you're listening to this, you will be saying to me, shut up, Danny, we know we're not stupid. And I'm not saying that anybody is, but I have spoke to a lot of younger um, LGBTQIA community, and a lot of them didn't know the history. So I- I'm just going to, this is a snippet of history, and please go online. There's so many interviews and so many amazing documentaries um, and I think it's important for us as a, as a generation to, to, to know our history, know where we come from. So this is a little snippet, and there's so much more that goes into it. So don't bite my head off. Okay, so Pride began as marches and protests um, for all the things that I've just mentioned before. It started, to my knowledge, um, it was probably going on a long time before this, but the big breakthrough was at the Stonewall Inn when a drag queen called Marsha P. Johnson basically said to was to tired of the abuse and the constant protesting um constant raiding sorry as well um and she, and one day she just had enough she was like well, you will not take me lying down i will not I, I will not go without a fight and that started the stonewall riots plus we've got the whole the whole aids epidemic know your history about that know how we were treated that is why we we continuously fight for for uh, equal rights um People weren't allowed in hospitals. People weren't allowed on planes. Uh, Those terrible, horrible adverts that used to show in the UK at the beginning of the 80s, it's enough to frighten anybody. It's important to know your history. I went to see a play recently, um, and it really struck a chord with me, and it was about, it's called The Inheritance. Uh, I mentioned it on a previous podcast. Um, And that was all about knowing your history, know where you come from. So when you're out partying, and I hope you do, because I will be partying the same with my friends, loving life and embracing everything that I'm able to do because of those people, please spur a thought for Harvey Milk, Marsha P. Johnson's of the world. Um, There's so many, there's so many uh, to mention, but 
spur of thought for those who have gone before before us that it make it possible for us to to be our authentic selves, make it possible for shows like RuPaul Drags Race to be on the TV, make it possible for, um, there's so much, um, there's so many uh, gay, lesbian, transgender actors and actresses uh, in the forefront of the TV media at the moment, which is amazing in films, movies, on the radio, producing songs. This would not all be possible without the people that went before us. So while you are dancing on that dance floor, dancing the night away, and if you see me, because I'll be doing exactly the same, please come and say hi. And as I say, go into Out and get that free shot by quoting Showtime with Dan. Um, just spare a thought for those who've gone before us, because they made it possible. Okay, coming up after a short interlude, we'll be doing a the first of my two reviews. <laughs> Hello, welcome back. So, the first of my review um, is for a play that I went to see. I took my sister uh, along to. Shout out to my sister Tanya. Um, I, I love going to the. I love my sister so much, and I love going to the theatre with her. We're interested um, in the same thing, so we, we enjoy. We enjoy a lot together, which is really really nice, and it's nice to have that bond with her. Um, so we anyway we went to. Um, we went to see this uh, this show called Iconic: A Brief A Brief History of Drag by Ian Soher. Sought her, Ian sought her, um, and who, who he was playing his um, alter ego Velma Celli. Now Ian has appeared in things like Cats. Is his vocals is is just a powerhouse of vocal talent. I mean, he didn't stop from the minute he walked in. He walked down the aisle and welcomed his his audience in a great diva theatrical way. Oh God, it was spectacular. Um, he's been in Cats, he's been in Fame, he's been in Chicago, uh, he's been in Rent, he toured with Rent, which was amazing. Um, and he's recently appeared in EastEnders. Now, for me, although I loved it, I enjoyed it, he sang amazingly well and told a story, but, the name of the uh, of of the show, I th I feel for me, correct me if I'm wrong, is a little bit misleading. It's called Iconic: A Brief History of Drag. Now, for me, that thinks, oh, I'm going to learn about drag from the early ages. I'm going to learn uh, learn about um, how it how it came about, the first drag queen, and and um, and how it's evolved. You didn't learn that, um, but what you did learn, it was a brief history of his drag. Um, of of his drag career and and what got him into drag, which was fascinating. So for me, the the name was slightly misleading. I don't know if anybody else thought that, but um, apart from that, the whole show was incredible. So he took it takes you on a little tour of his life. Uh, he started off in the shows, and then he goes in how he accidentally fell into drag, and then how has made it a career. Um, he belts out songs um, as his alter ego Velmicelli, who is not only beautiful, but and the makeup is so amazing, um, but funny and heartwarming, and just really, it, it really touched me as a performance because you could see his growth as a character, and it was it was fantastic. And he belted out songs that meant a lot to him, 
songs that reminded him of when he first started in drag and to where he is today. So he started off with songs, uh, a few songs uh, Velma did from Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Now, anybody who's never seen that musical or the film, shame on you. Uh, stop listening to this podcast now and go and watch it because it's incredible. Great musical numbers. You'll absolutely love it. And it's recently, I think it's still on Broadway. Uh, I know um, I know Tay Diggs did it and Neil Patrick Harris did it. But I, uh, definitely if you get a chance, go and see it, go and see it. Uh, he did Bowie. He did a beautiful uh, Under Pressure, slow down Bowie number. He does Britney, Lady Gaga. He lit and he interacts with the audience as well. He gets you up in the aisles, um, singing, dancing. So my, I, get, I give it a four out of five. Um, he, he's also supported by a backing singer who is incredible and, and a three-piece band. The whole show is, if you ever get a chance to go and see it, definitely go and see him. He is a star, and I do think we'll be seeing a lot more of him in the future. Um, yeah, so I give it four out of five. Definitely uh, for entertainment value, and if he ever comes to Liverpool again, I, I, I'll be uh, one of the first getting tickets. The next show that I went to see... Um, it's called Satan and Mrs. Smith. Now, this was written and directed by J Jamie McLaughlin. Now, this is um, the first play by the Light and Writers, Boss New Plays. Um, I think it was their opening night. I went to see that last Thursday. Last Thursday being... Let me just get the date ready, so I don't know when this is going out. So, yeah, I went to see this on the 12th. Uh, really... Uh, sorry, Wednesday the 11th, I went to see it on. A great show funny the cast was amazing so it, uh, it featured pamela ashton as mrs smith jen cartwright um james bay Dwayne williams who is a friend of mine and phil prez who played satan um the whole cast and crew i'm not going to give too much away because I, I do know that they are um i'm just looking to my notes they are because of popular demand they are doing it again on the first of november uh, for all those who missed it and and what i will do say is go and see it. It is hilarious. I took two of my friends to go and see it who who um, love theatre, but because of the busy jobs, don't get a chance to go and see it, uh, a lot of theatre. So I thought, right, my friend in this, uh, Dwayne, a dear friend of mine, shout out to Dwayne Williams. Um, he's in it, and I love supporting new writing and new theatre. I think there's going to be a series of plays from these boss new, uh, boss new plays from the Light Lantern writers, and if the first one is anything to go by, I cannot wait to see the rest. I know, I know they've been putting a few on over the last few weeks. Okay, so the Satan and Mrs. Smith tells the story of Mrs. Smith. I'm not going to give too much away, but um, she goes somewhere she wasn't meant to, and no pun intended, all hell breaks loose. Um... It is funny, it's engaging, the characters are fully formed. Jen Cartwright, uh, as the assistant to Satan, is just hilarious. Uh, her Birmingham accent was on point, and she had me and my friends in stitches. My, uh, my friend Dwayne played a multiple characters. He played uh, a priest, he played um, an angel, he played... Um, he played God, a Welsh God. That was interesting. Yeah, I mean, hilarious. So funny. Uh, Phil Prez as Satan, giving an amazing, funny performance. Uh, the girls were certainly who I brought. Uh, uh, we, we did like a bit of Phil Prez. Um, 
James was amazing as Tommy, and for such comedy, um, for, and it was such a comedy uh, comedic show, I couldn't stop laughing, and not, neither could my guest. Um, James really gave it a bit of heart as well, playing Tommy. And as I say, I don't want to go too much into it because I do all want you to buy tickets for the 1st of November. Um, but yeah, it, it, it had everything. And then, of course, last but not least, Mrs. Smith herself, Pamela Ashton. If you ever get to go and see anything with Pamela Ashton in, it is money well spent. Honestly, she is. She gives it every time she's on stage. She's amazing. So yeah, my review of this is funny, heartwarming really, touching uh, in, in moments. Um, you'll be laughing um, and the sto it's got a story all the way through and it's a story of love, it's a story of humanity and it's a story of forgiveness and of course laughter. So definitely go and see it. Um, I don't know if tickets are available yet, but you can look online. So that is a play by Boss New Plays by the Lantern Writers. Uh, it's by writer Jamie McLaughlin. Um, and that's Satan and Mrs. Smith. Go and see it. Okay, so after the short interlude, you'll be hearing my hilarious, and when I say hilarious, it's so funny, with the amazing queens of Out. Um, there's some swearing involved and there is some maybe risque conversation. What I will also apologise for the sound quality. Let me just set the scene. We are in a dressing room on a Friday evening when these beautiful girls are getting ready to go out and they allowed me very kindly to go into the dressing room. I know they were all very, very busy. Um, and interview them, which was so good because I get to so I get to so to watch them at work and create the characters. So yeah, so sometimes the sounds a bit a bit dodgy, um, but it just adds to the atmosphere. Just think, just picture yourself. You are in that dressing room with me, interviewing these amazing three queens. So that is about to come up after this short interlude. <laughs> So this is the first for Showtime with Dan. I'm here in the dressing room with the resident queens of Out. It's very hectic at the moment. It's a Friday night. It's just gone 8 o'clock. And they're all getting ready, making themselves more beautiful than they already are in real life. Okay, ladies, can we introduce ourselves? Hi, so my name's Violet Period, also Jack, and I'm a queen at Out Liverpool. Thank you very much. So formal. Uh, my name's Zero Pendergast, or Ollie is a boy. And I'm also a show queen at Out Liverpool. Lovely, and last but absolutely not least. Presentations, I love. Um, it's Chrissy, or Chrissy Friday, I'm one of the Out Queens as well. And you can call me Chrissy and Chris. Uh, do you know what? I don't care. It's Christina. just a name. It's Christina. Christina Aguilera is making a comeback, isn't she? Okay, ladies. Well, can I just say this is an absolute honour to be in your dressing room when you're getting ready. I think what you do is I'm always plugging it on my uh, on my podcast. This is an entertainment podcast. It's about local theatre news, and it's also all about local entertainment. And drag is an absolute art form, so I applaud you and everything that you do. And if you could, if, if, if yeah, and if you could see what's going on in this dressing room now, everybody, dressing room, not dressing room. Um, or if you could see, these are three beautiful, beautiful-looking boys turning themselves into stunning, stunning women. So, first of all, tell me. What got you into drag? And introduce yourself again so the listeners know who we're talking to. So hi, it's Chrissy, Chrissy Friday. Money. 
money and fame. No, I'm joking. I was just like, I love it. I always loved theatre since I was like three. I used to like wear women's clothing all the time. So I was just like, you know, 13, 14, you know, you hate yourself so much. So you just put makeup on and just went from there. We've all been there. <laughs> I may have put one of my mum's dresses on a long time ago, last week. <laughs> okay, and what got you into drag? So I'm Violet and I got into drag from watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, amazing show. Absolutely amazing show, yeah. Um, basically started watching that and then I went on a family holiday with my mum and dad and we went and saw a drag show in like a cabaret bar and I'm a dancer. You thought I can do better. Exactly, yeah. I saw myself as a dancer because I do a dance degree at uni and I thought, you know what, I could do it dressed as a woman and get more money, so. Amazing, and you do, you do it beautiful. You actually be, and uh, again here, and what got you, these are all very the same questions, but this is what my listeners want to know. This is the very first time and not the last time that I'll have the Out Queens on my podcast because one time me and Ryan, Ryan's the manager of uh, Out the New Gay Club on uh, Cumberland Street in town, just, um, just down the road off Victoria Street. Uh, we, we're going to have you on in a few weeks as guest hosts. Ooh. Ooh. And I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got a nice guest for you to interview as well, so that's a little project that we've got going on. Okay, so what got you into drag? Um, so I'm a zero. Uh, I don't really know. Like I always liked feminine things when I was younger. Um, well, you're a very, very beautiful looking boy as well. Thank, thank you so much. Stop flirting, please. Um, <laughs> Can't help it. That's what you get when you come to Showtime with Dan. I live for it. Yeah, I don't know, just, I kind of just tried it one night. Um, a bar in Belfast, where I'm from, was doing an open drag stage, kind of like karaoke, but for the gays. And I just went and tried it, and it turns out I was quite good. And then now it's came into a bit of a career. And I'm watching you all now, and you're all so... Your makeup, if anyone knows drag, who watches Drag Race, although, I, although what, what I'm about, apart from what you've just done on your face, but, we're, but this, is not a, this is not a vlog, so don't worry, you can't see. But, 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 but by watching Drag Race and the YouTube videos and everything like that, the makeup, the makeup on your face, the way you do it, it's like painting a picture. Every night you're coming out as a different person, and even though it's your character, but every face is different. Or how did you develop those skills? Was it the YouTube videos? Well, for me, hi, it's Chrissy again. Um, well, for me, it was just like it was a mixture of everything. Cause I grew up like I started doing drag when Drag Race just started to get like shitloads of. Pl- like publicity and while we're while we're on about drag race let me just say drag race has brought drag into the forefront of everyone's mind but there are loads of different types of drag race they're not drag race drag queens so let's not like that's not the only platform do you know what i mean and that's what i love about drag because you can be anything do you know what i mean and i think that's the topic that most queens do talk about people think the queens on drag race are the queens well that's not it do you know what i mean there's girls and queens and ladies working in every bar in every city do you know what i mean so it's brilliant it's brilliant and it's really getting out there now which is which is fantastic with help from that show certainly um well where was i what was the question again (laughs) Oh my God, I don't know. I just thought so, so much. The question basically was like, how did you do your makeup and everything? Yeah, yeah. right. Um, so back to, um, well, yeah, I just started doing makeup when Drag Race started begin, like, beginning to be like a thing. So that was like, what, 2009? So no, I started doing makeup Is that like. When it started? Yeah. Oh, wow, I'm old. No, like 10 years. Um, I think I was like 13 or 14 when I started doing it. So like, that was like season four. Why are you saying four? you're 13, 14, 10 years ago when you know oh. I'm fucking old fogey? 
<laughs> well, <laughs> anyway. Um, Skin of a 20-year-old, though. Don't worry, listeners. And, like, when I said doing my drag, it was, like, there wasn't really drag race makeup tutorials. It was more of, like, the old-school drag or, like, the more theatre side anyway. And I've been, grew- like, I grew up in, like, old queens, like, old style of drag a lot. And plus my theatre background as well. So that's why I, where I base my drag makeup yeah. skills. And would you, and your makeup's, like, so stunning. It's so good. I would love to beat my face like that. I can't even put a bit of bronzer on without looking like bloody Marika, Marika, what's her name? Margarita Pakatan. Okay, and would you say you all come from a theatre background? Um, I did go to theatre school when I was, like, 11 to 14. It was, it was all right, yeah. Like, I've, I've always been into it in, like, school plays. Um, I mean, I do a degree in creative performing arts. Which is incredible. That's yeah, it's pretty good. I, like, I don't know what I want to do in life, but, like, I enjoy drag so much, and it's just, it's kind of the, the fact of, like, entertaining people and getting to perform um, just in front of people. It's just extra nice and extra cute. And how, I'm going to ask the question now, which I'm, I'm sure you're sick of answering. How did you come up with your drag names? Um, so everybody has these really deep meanings like, oh, um, I love flowers and my name's Lily. No, none of that shit. Um, basically, I was on a night out with my friends before I started doing drag, and we all decided what our drunk name would be, and I did a questionnaire. I think it was a BuzzFeed questionnaire. Uh, always a BuzzFeed questionnaire. Always a BuzzFeed questionnaire. I know exactly what bread I am. Oh, I mean, is that the garlic bread one? <laughs> I think I've done it as well. Um, no, so it was, what was my drunk name? And it turned out to be Violet. And I was like, fab, when I'm drunk, I turn into Violet. And then started doing drag, and it just became a thing, because every time I get and into drag... You the Violet period came from the fact that I didn't yeah, want anything else period. to be added in. <laughs> <laughs> and it was quite violent, um, Violet period. Violent. <laughs> um, period is in full stop, American full stop. Oh, see, I read it the other way. Exactly, and then... Which is nice, because it's a nice play on words, isn't it? Could exactly. I ever be... Yeah. I think she was, like, blazing period. I like, did, like, a very violent period. So, yeah. yeah, it kind of plays two ways. And then my... I got a drag mother, Shania Payne, so then my name turned oh, into Shania. Violet Period Payne. So then that works as a period pain, which is absolutely fabulous. So now okay. that's kind of where it's come from and how Fantastic. it is now, yeah. And Chrissy, where did you get your drag name from? Yeah. That's me, darling. <laughs> um, well, I still... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I, I just love my name, because my name's Christian. And it's with a K. So I just went Chrissy, just make it more gayer. Chrissy and Friday, because, like, you know, Friday, end of the week. Let's just get smashed, and you know, you, you work at the club. So you are Chrissy Friday. Yeah, that's amazing. That's incredible. Hello. Okay, we've just got another another queen who's coming here on the day, and now she's leaving. Now she's leaving very quickly, but that's fine because we're only talking to the resident queens today. And okay, where did you get your drag queen cut name? Um, so Azuro is on like a per, a prony beer bottle label. Yes, it is. Yes. It yeah, is. yeah. Not that I'm a big drinker, listeners. No, no, no. A little bit of an alcoholic. We all are. We all need it. Um, so. Have that, so then my name's in every bar before me, and you know, so my name's oh, I love everlasting, that. right? Oh. Um, and then Pendergast is an anagram. What a marketing gem. Gem, really, I feel like Crony should get me. It's yeah, like 100%. Like, I can see that. Like the title well, Will, well, well, Willem did Magnum, didn't she? Willem's just done the Magnum campaign. Yeah, so I'm going to do like a sexy prony campaign next. We love it. We coming love up it. next year. Are you joining in, Jake? Are you saying hello? You need to get your dressed. Come in. Come in. Okay, so basically, guys, you three are the resident queens of out. Ladies, queens, fabulous, fabulous specimens. Can you tell me why you found that out is different to other gay bars in the city? Um, at the moment, so we're, we've literally been open for a week or two, and... I can honestly say that the amount of gays that I've seen in Out so far, I've never seen on the gay scene before. 
Um, I've been on the gay scene in Liverpool for about a year and a half now, and seeing loads of different people come out and just have a good time and out and be themselves is absolutely amazing. And I feel like Liverpool didn't really have that before because yeah, like there wasn't much of a queer space. No, no. Exactly. Yeah. So now we found that queer space here, and we've got all these different people coming in and just sharing the passion of drag and. And that's what a great message as well, because yeah. it's an all-inclusive bar as well, exactly, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and for you, and, and for my listeners, how would you define drag? Oh, me. Um, I don't know. I think drag is what no, you no, want no, it to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive. That's the lovely Jake Allen, who you can see at Out every Friday night as the resident DJ. And Thursdays. That's true, yeah, also that. Um, but I mean, like, the artistry side of it, you can just be whoever the fuck you, you are. Uh, like, you're your own work of art, aren't you? Oh, and there's yeah, so many are. different definitions, as we said before, of drag. That's just hairspray and, and everything being banged around, which is great. No, just oh, no. So this is Jake, the resident Thursday and Friday DJ. He's just making as much noise as possible. Troublemaker, but this is a Friday night dressing room where the queens are getting ready, so we expect a bit of mayhem. Okay, guys, so... What can we expect from out? Because I know you're doing shows every half an hour, I'm told. How has that been? Have you been choreographing your own shows? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. like, um, I don't know, how much have we roused this week? It's been absolutely crazy. Um, we've been in, well, it's Friday now. I've been in um, Monday cleaning up from the week before, and then Tuesday buying costumes, Wednesday buying fabric to make more costumes. Yeah. Um, it was in Thursday, choreographing routines, and now we're in today, learning more choreography for tonight and tomorrow. So it's non-stop, really. So you want to keep it fresh and you want to mix it up every time. So when the audience come, they're not going to see, they're not, you're not, they're not going to see the same show, which I think is really, really important because there's a lot of critics out there. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people, a lot of people come just to put it down, don't they? That's what I find in, especially in this industry and in this. Like I, I'm an actor myself, and you get those critics who just come just to slag you off. Do you know what I mean? How are you going to set yourselves apart in performances? What are you going to do? Are you going to interchange? I know you've got like the Britney versus Beyonce say night and things like that so you're going to do kind of themed drag on those particular nights well yeah definitely like on fridays we want to keep it as because it's obviously we're drag queen so like we want to do like woman power on fridays and you know on saturday we're all for woman power of course we're all feminists here i mean i think so <laughs> <laughs> are you a feminist jake i'm very sweaty that's what i am <laughs> looking good very sweaty though Okay, ladies, so I can you tell such a bitch on this podcast? You know, because, because I'm going to get you on the podcast soon, Jake. Oh. Yes, I am. I'm going to get you down. I'm going to get you down for an interview. So, ladies, let's tell everybody what we can expect from out. Tell, tell us what, what's going on. I know we've got some psychic quizzes. I know we've got, we've got drink deals. Discussed, okay. So we've well, got plenty of shows coming up. Um, we've got uh, Nikki and Ariana night tonight, and we've got Money Cash Money tomorrow on Saturday. Um, in the few weeks, in the next few weeks, we've got so many different ideas that we've all wanted to do for so long. So we're just going to pop them into. And, show. I, and are you going to are you going to tell me some of those sneak peek ideas now? Sneak peek ideas. It's going to be a lot of mess. It's going to be a lot of confetti, a lot of glitter, a lot of Loads glamour. Stuff. Loads of musical. Well, we all love. My listeners. Are, it is a theatre podcast, as I said, and my listeners love a bit of musical. Oh. Fabulous. So we're going to be trying to do our a lot of show tunes. Yes, lots of show tunes. Trying to do our best to do the best for the best. 
That sounds amazing. And, and, and honestly, I think this is this club is definitely what uh, the city centre needed. It's, you're doing something that the other gay clubs are not, and having that platform for the queens to really show the talent because you you ladies are so talented, down from the clothes you wear to the padding to the makeup to, to do you know what I mean to the hairdressing. You've got to be multi. You can't just go on and perform. People don't understand when they see performers on a stage, they think, oh God, they're there, they're that confident. They don't realize what goes backstage and what it takes to put on a show. What can you say about all the choreography that you've had to learn? Have you, have you, you come from a dance background? Yeah, um, coming from a dance... So have you helped choreograph most of the dances? Yeah, I mean, it's made it easy to pick up different choreography. And me and Azoro... Did, did I not bring my choreography from oh. home? Did oh. I not bring oh. my choreography, choreography from Ireland? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there, so can we expect a bit of Michael, Michael Flatley little uh, dancing going in there from Ireland? No, I, I don't Irish dance. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Shut it, no. No. Okay, and... Um, We've also got amazing drink deals as well. Can you, does anyone tell me about the drink deals? And actually, as well for my listeners, um, over Pride Weekend, if you quote Showtime with Dan at the bar, you will receive a free shot, I am told. So can you tell? I know, yeah, it's exciting. So everyone just quote Showtime with Dan. And don't forget to subscribe as well on YouTube and on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Just a little shameless plug for me. Can you tell us about the drink offers? Oh, well, obviously, we've got, like, every two... Po- oh, sorry. Every day, it's, like, two-pound drinks from 6 o'clock till 11. And then, you know, we've got you standard prices. But Jack... Um, knows I'm, a, I'm a bar woman. <laughs> Jack is the, is the spokeswoman of the resident queens. Hello, yes, that's me. Um, I'm also a barman over at our sister venue, Heaven. So we've got uh, two-pound drinks. Um, so that includes all of your house spirits as a single, and you can double up for a pound. Um, you've got oh my God, Jack! You are like you should be. I'm the, you, selling this. You I'm should be the social media. <laughs> Come on, so we've got the two pound drinks. Oh, we've got four Jaeger bombs for a tenner. Um, you can also get some lovely cocktails, which are six pound each or two for a tenner. Um, what else have we got? We've got our large porn porn star martini. And that's a massive one with a big bottle of prosecco. That's thirty-five pounds, I believe, and you get a whole bottle of prosecco with that one. Thirty-four, thirty-five. Can we get that? Thirty-five. Four people drink responsibly. Oh, nice drink responsibly. We're all up for drinking responsibly, especially uh, on Showtime. Don't get free popcorn on our downstairs bar every night. Oh well, that's it. You've had me at free popcorn. I'll be there every night. Everyone loves the popcorn. Okay, guys, can you tell my listeners where they can find you on social media? We'll start with Azuro Pendergast. Um, it's just Azuro under slash Pendergast. And is that on Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? Facebook, Instagram. I don't have Twitter. It just, it just bores me. To be <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, You're looking amazing there, Jake. Beautiful woman. Beautiful. We're all about love follow here. Follow me, I guess. Okay. Um, so Instagram for me is that dancer Jack, or you can just type in Violet Period Pain. Um, my Facebook is for friends only, so get to know me first. Um, oh, I like that. My Snapchat is the dancer Jack ninety eight. Send me nudes, I guess. That's fine. Send. <laughs> and this is, and this episode is going to be called Send Me Nudes. And for yourself. Right, so obviously for Facebook it's Chrissy Friday, but don't add me unless you've got nine inch thick. Or from my child listeners, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, you can add me on Insta, which is Chrissy Boy Double Y sixteen. And Jake, and Jake, it's Jake Allen on Facebook, isn't it? And for yeah. Okay, so for any bookings and things like that, I know you're resident here and you're working here a lot. For any bookings and things like that, are they easy to contact you over your social media? Yes, contact away. 
Of evening. course, yeah. yeah. Send us a message. So, girls, it's been fantastic being in the dressing room with you today, and it's been it's been so amazing seeing you get ready and seeing everything that that goes into getting ready. You are not just queens on the stage; you are talented performers, and I, and I've seen that today. Um, and I can't wait. I'm going to come and see the show tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be amazing. And and as I said, and as I said, you you in a few weeks you are going to be coming on as my co-hosts, and I've got a very musical theatre from London guest for you to uh, all chat. When they are on, they're on at the end of August and you'll be co-hosting. And it's a little, little person. All I'll say is something about Jamie. All I'm saying is the word Jamie. So that's really, really interesting. He's a friend of mine and I'm going to get him on for you too. Okay, guys, what I like to do at the end of the every interview um, is play a little game. I usually play a theatre game and I usually say, favourite cast, any cast, any film, anything. What can you do? So we can either play that or we can do a drag queen out special. Dun, dun, dun. My editor and producer, the lovely Sean, will add all the sound effects in later. Thank you, Sean. I love you. Um, okay, so we, we can either do... I've been asking everyone today what games can I play with queens. And someone said the imitation game. So maybe one of you can imitate your favourite queen and see if the other queens can guess who you're doing. So we'll start with you, Azora. Miss Vanjie. Miss <laughs> Vanjie. Vanjie. Okay, <laughs> everyone know. Everyone knows that it's gonna be straight football thing. That's like so. So so, 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 so you. Oh, yeah, I'm Isn't coming home. Fire, I'm coming. Yeah. No, no. So you. So to so say, if someone tongue popped, you'd, you'd know it'd be Alyssa Edwards. Right. Okay. So. Okay. So. Okay. So we'll start with you, Chrissy. If you do something, see if the other girls can guess which queen are you doing. Do 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 do. Which queen is it now? Oh. Girl, I'm not joking, bitch. Oh, I'm not joking, bitch. Alyssa Edwards. <laughs> it was Coco on Juice. I got it wrong. It was Coco. Tony Drag because of Drag Race. <laughs> it was Coco on Treat, I think, to Alyssa Edwards. It's okay. And also, just uh, could we do another one? I don't have a sugar daddy. I've never had a sugar daddy. If I want a sugar daddy, yes. I can get I one. I can get one, because I'm what sickening. Okay, and who is that? I think we already know, but who is it? Miss Shangela. And who is she talking to? Mimi, I'm first. Mimi, I'm first. Okay, and the last one, but not least. You haven't done one yet, actually. Oh, okay, I've got one. The Violet Period Pain. Brown cow stunning. Yes. Okay, why we're actually on, and we've just actually finished, if that was Miss Monique out, why we've just finished uh, the, the latest season of Drag Race, what did everyone think about the final lap lip syncs? Lap syncs? Lip syncs. What did we all think about Flygate? I really liked it because it's given drag queens everywhere something to go on for a nice gag on stage, but it's going to get old very fast. And I believe, I read today on her Twitter that she's doing 100 hours community insect service or something. Wow. Yeah, which I think okay. I think's good. Yeah, but she said she'd train for like 70 hours before. Yeah, and it's just, it's just unfortunate. She did train and she did, and um, I saw an interview with her and it was, just, it was just the heat and she was on stage for a lot longer. She was meant to go on first, but she didn't and all that. Um, who was your favorite queen of this year? Oh, Eureka. Eureka? I absolutely loved Miss Cracker. Oh, I loved Miss Cracker too. 
Um, I'm going to say Monique, just because she's... Okay, so Adam's just come in and said hello. He's one of the managers at Heaven and at Hal. Say hello, Adam, now you're here. Hello. Okay. Okay, guys, so we're going to wrap up. So, give us one fantastic thing just before we go. Uh, one fantastic thing we can all say about this new venue out. And why should your customers from other gay bars come to this gay bar? We're going to start with you, the beautiful Azora. Because I'm here and nowhere else. Oh my God, you've heard it here first, guys. Do you need a better excuse than that? And for you, Miss Violet Period Pain. I mean, also, I'm here with... Oh, come on, come on, you can't, you can't, you can't oh, steal okay, somebody else's... Because you can't do oh, it, no, you've got to think okay, of something. So. Okay, um, well, I guess it's just completely different, and it's something new. The entertainment, the yeah. shows, the floors. Everything, oh, absolutely everything. I'm just doing the job for them, basically. Yeah, I mean... Right. Why not? Um, we've also got an amazing workroom downstairs as a bar, and it's absolutely fabulous. Which is awesome, yeah. If anyone's not seen it, they've done the bar downstairs on the lower level as a workroom. So am I right in thinking the lower level's kind of the bar, the entrance area, then you've got the pool tables, and then you've got the upstairs is the dance floor, and then the stage is upstairs as well, isn't it? So we've got the stage on the middle floor, which is where we do all of our performances every half an hour, and then on the top floor, we've got our little VIP interior illusions lounge. Ooh. There's lots of booths. Um, lots of cocktails, so it's fabulous. Yeah, come and have a look. Sounds amazing. And last but very not least, the amazing Chrissy. Why should we come to out as customers? Why should we spend our money here? Because I'm on a poster. Um, oh yeah, that's the end of the interview, because she's on a poster. Um, I mean, come on, what else are you gonna see? Another show bar like this in Liverpool? Nowhere. And I think that's, you've hit the nail on the head there. It is a show bar, it's not just a bar. It's, it's not just another club, it's not just another gay bar. It's somewhere that gays and like-minded people, we're all inclusive bar, can come, relax, chill out, play some pool, watch a bit of sport if they want to, do you know what I mean? It's not just all about dancing your night away. And you can come and see some fabulous shows. With amazing drink deals as well, do you know what I mean? So what 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 is the not to love? Okay, girls, and the lovely Drake, who, who, Drake, Jake Allen. Of course you are, but you're here getting ready. You've just said you didn't want to talk. Okay, but Jake, one thing, what would you like to say? Why come here? Obviously on a Friday and a Thursday, because you're obviously here and you're fantastic. I was here on the opening last Friday and you had me howling. You were amazing. Why come to out? Don't, it's a shit hole. And that's the last word from Jake. Okay, girls, I just want to say thank you so much. You're all amazing. You're all talented. I can't wait to catch up with you in the few weeks when you co-host with me. Adam, is there anything you'd like to add that you feel like I've missed off? Um, I just feel like it's a really exciting project for Liverpool. Not just Liverpool, the UK. It's uh, the first RuPaul-inspired bar in the UK. As far as we're aware, there's only one in Barcelona. So it's exciting for not just Liverpool, but for... The, the gay community in England. So all you UK fans, I know I've got them all over England and all over America, and I know a lot of you come and visit Liverpool, and you're always asking me on the comment section, where's the good to go? If you like drag, if you like drag race, if you like just bloody good entertainment where you're gonna have a laugh, no trouble. Get yourselves down to out on community. Can you give the full address please, Adam? It is uh, 34 Cumberland Street, Liverpool L1. Our opening times are 6 p.m. till 2 a.m. on a weekday, and that's the same on the weekend. Okay, that's fantastic. Okay, girls, thank you so much. And if we all say showtime with Dan, if you want to shout. Oh my God, you're such professionals, that's amazing. Okay, guys, I love you, I've loved this interview. Thank you for tuning in to Showtime and Dan again. Catch up after this short interlude. And we'll be talking about the reviews for the latest shows that I've just been to see. Thank you so much. Thank you.
just want to give a massive shout out to Out Nightclub and their manager Ryan for setting all that up for me and of course the amazing queens Chrissy Friday, Violet Period and the amazing Azora thank you so much for allowing me into your workroom to watch you beautiful talented ladies get ready, it was my pleasure and of course as well to Jake Allen who had a tiny tiny little snippet in there hopefully I'll be getting him on soon uh, he's hilarious and funny, he's there every um, Thursday and Friday night as their resident DJ and the Queens as I said in the interview they perform new tracks uh, new routines uh, every week every 30 minutes it's a great show it's what the Liverpool scene's been missing so do get yourself down there and if you get yourself down there this weekend Pride weekend um, quote my name Showtime with Dan at the bar you will receive a, a free shot ooh okay guys we're going to talk quickly about now my hot tickets of the week. Now, if anybody of you, and hopefully all of you did, tuned into my uh, Facebook Live, um, I did a Facebook Live with the director and star of Bottleneck by Luke Barnes. Now, let me talk about my Facebook Live for a minute. It was my first Facebook Live interview um, that I did. So it's a learning curve for me. Uh, I set the camera up and it was fantastic and it was all got us all in view. And then halfway through the interview, the camera turned itself around. I didn't realise and it just uh, it just ended up filming the director, um, Chantelle. But she's beautiful, so it doesn't matter that the, the, it was always on her. But as I say, in the next interviews that I do, I will make sure the camera incorporates everybody in the interview uh, so they get the full exposure they deserve. But I've just looked now, it's been up since Sunday, the interview, and I've had 300 views, which is incredible. So it's definitely something um, I'll be doing in the future. And just before I talk about um, Bottleneck, what I will say is I met Chantelle Walker and Daniel, <coughs> sorry, and Daniel Cassidy uh, five minutes before the interview. What an amazing people they are. Really funny, warm, welcoming, and talented. Now, this is a one-man show. Um, I, as you, if you watch, if you watch my Facebook live, which is still up on my Showtime with Dan page on Facebook, um, you you get to hear the ins and outs of the production. But it's a one-man show, so there's a lot of lines to learn. And uh, Daniel Cassidy is playing himself plus different entities. So there's, it's very interesting. I'm going to see it myself um, on Friday night, and I can't wait. So I will be doing a review on that. Uh, on my next podcast so yeah so that's bottleneck uh by luke barnes starring daniel cassidy and directed by Chantel walker tickets are available at ticket quarter and it's on on the 18th between the 18th and the 21st of july uh, at the hope street theater on hope street go and see it talented talented actor an amazing director Look over to my Facebook Live uh, interview and you'll get to, to see the hilarious interview. It was so much fun. Um, definitely show your support. I know there's tickets available on Thursday and on Friday. To avoid disappointment, do buy them off the ticket quarter. They may be available on the door, but if you really want to go, don't be, um, don't be disappointed. Buy them before. So definitely go and see Bottleneck on the 18th to the 21st at the Hope Street Theatre on Hope Street. Now, my next hot ticket is by the ladies of Sucker Punch Theatre, and they're doing a fundraising night for the Justice League at the Jacaranda on the 1st of August. The tickets are £5, and you can get them from ticketsource.co.uk, and you can get them on the door at the night. But again, to avoid disappointment, do get them, um, do get them before. 
Um, actually, suck the suck the ladies from Sucker Punch Theatre. Jazz Jago. Now, Jazz Jago, you might recognise from from being in a play that I'm directing, Birthday Girl. She's amazing. She plays Mel, and her um, her her team, uh, her partner Sarah Sharp, her business partner. Um, they will be coming in on, in a few weeks, maybe next week, as a guest to talk about everything that is Sucker Punch Theatre. Okay, so a little bit about the fundraiser. So the Sucker Punch Theatre are hosting a new event to fundraise for their, their new show, Strip. Ooh. The event is called the Liverpool Justice League Night Out. Everything and all, all the information in this can be found on Facebook. And it's dedicated to raising awareness of social injustice. Sucker Punches have invited a collective of Liverpool's best companies and actors. Actors slash actors vists. Do you get it? Actor vists. To, um, to come and perform some of their work focused on a, on a diverse range of issues. They will also be premiering... Ooh, we like a premiere. They will also be premiering um, some scenes from their debut show, Stripped. Tickets are still available. It's on the Jacaranda on the Wednesday the 1st of August between 7.30 and 10pm. You can get tickets online and on the door. And it's only £5 for all that for all that amazing entertainment. So please show your support. I will definitely be there and I'll be doing a review. And hopefully next week I will be giving a, a full interview with the girls from Soccer Punch Theatre. So they can tell you all what they're about and everything they've got coming up in the local Liverpool theatre scene. <laughs> So that ends my hot tickets for the week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed the show. We've had a little bit of everything in this show. We've had a couple of reviews. We've had a hilarious interview. Um, and I do apologise for the sound quality of the interview and if anyone was offended by the swear words. Uh, but that's showbiz, guys. That is showbiz. Um, next week, I will be interviewing the girls from the Sucker Punch Theatre. Uh, so please tune in. I will also be catching up with my birthday girls. Um, I did... Uh, podcast episode with them a few few weeks ago but on the 23rd at 7pm I'm going to be doing a live uh, 23rd of July just before we open on the 26th I'm going to be doing a Facebook live interview with the girls so can everyone can catch up and see how rehearsals have gone from the beginning when I did the first interview to now and how the show has, uh, has, has really formed into something really beautiful and something we're all proud of so catch that on the 23rd uh, Facebook live showtime with Dan at 7pm Okay, guys, thank you so much. Enjoy your Pride weekend. Love is love. All we need is love. Thank you once again for tuning in. I have been Daniel Scott, and this has been Showtime with Dan. <laughs>